0: Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to the show. This is Chris to Chris. Comedy advice to fix your life. I am your host, Chris. Joined in the studio today by my producer, audio engineer, best friend in the whole wide world, Mike is in the building. Say hi, Michael. Hey, what's up? Thanks, Mike. Uh, you guys might know me from YouTube. Chris vs. the World is my comedy channel. Laser Lemming is my gaming channel. uploaded.com brings them all together like one great big family that hasn't seen each other in a very long time. Don't forget that you guys can su- 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 subscribe to this show, uh, Chris vs. the World. What are we talking about? Chris to Chris. That's the name of this podcast. Don't forget that you can subscribe to it. We are on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Pocketcast, Podcast Republic, blah, 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 blah. We're also on upandloaded.com where you can download this podcast directly to your computer, stream it, whatever. Technology is the future and we are the future too. Today we've got a great show for y'all. We are talking about GameStop, unhappy meals, human composting, lots of listener questions and a whole lot more. So let's get into it. Last week, we discovered that Mike here was secretly an alien this whole time. Isn't that right, Mike? Yeah, sure. whatever. Uh, that was kind of unsettling, to be honest. So this week, I thought we'd bring things back to Earth a little bit, if you will. So, E3 is coming up in just uh, over a week now. So I'm feeling a little bit video gamey. So I want to talk about some video games. And uh, when people in America, the United States, when we think about video game stores, we tend to think about this place called GameStop. Now, that's probably because Electronic Boutique, Funko, Babbage's, and a thousand mom-and-pop shops no longer exist. And now this poor company is going through a rough patch of their own. See, in the past few years, people have begun downloading their games more and more, rather than going to a store to buy a physical version of the game, whether it be a disc or a cartridge, what have you. And that's bad news for a company like GameStop because they make their bread and butter in in used games, aka used physical games. They can't resell a digital game. When the Xbox One was first announced, they would put up signs in GameStop stores like just literally trashing the system. They actively discouraged people from buying it because when the Xbox One f- was first announced, uh, Microsoft pretty much said, look, used games are not going to be a thing on this thing. You will at most be able to uh, resell a game once, one time. And it's going to be full of DRM and blah, blah, blah. GameStop wasn't happy with that. GameStop is the kind of store that will give you shit for buying a game new, unless you're pre-ordering it. But say the game was, was not used and it came out a few weeks ago. GameStop will give you shit if you try to buy it new. They they would rather you buy up a scratched, dirty old used game, because if you do that, they get a full cut of the profits. They don't have to share it with the developer or the publisher at all. They get all of the money. When you download a game, they get nothing. They get nothing. They are cut out. They are no longer the middleman. So this week, we are going to be discussing whether or not GameStop is a company that is worth saving. They're struggling. But uh, we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. We have to move on to our tip of the week. On Monday, America celebrated the very first Memorial Day of the year. We have about six or seven Memorial Days per year, as you all know. But uh, this last Monday was our very first this year. And if you're not American, Memorial Day is the day that we, as Americans, all collectively come together to remember the great sales that are lasting all weekend long. We also uh, will drink uh, beer and eat barbecue. And sometimes we even do our duty and remember to honor the fallen soldier. Sometimes we we are up to that task. Another thing that comes with Memorial Day is a three-day weekend. Now, not everyone gets one. You know, some people have to work on Memorial Day. I've been in that boat personally many times. It's called the SS Chris. I've had to work Christmases. Many times. Memorial Day is many times. It's, it's not a fun place to be, especially in retail. In retail, forget about it. Like I said, it's, it's, America now looks at Memorial Day as uh, an opportunity for sales, especially in retail. So if you work at Target or Walmart or, or uh, GameStop, expect to be uh, working that day. You, know? you get time and a half, but what's time and a half of shitty pay? It's shitty pay and a half. Anyway, uh, this year, I did end up getting myself a fancy three-day weekend, so I jumped at that chance. Three-day weekends are great. You know, you get to sleep in three times, three times in a row. That is a dream come true. You could do whatever you want, pretty much, if you're an adult with no real tangible responsibilities or commitments, and I had a pretty fun day three-day weekend, I would say. Pretty laid back, but it was cool, you know. I saw that movie, uh, Brightburn, if you don't know about it, just a a quick synopsis of the plot. It's pretty much like a a reverse Superman. You know how Superman was uh, sent to Earth as a baby in this little spacecraft, and he became a superhero to this planet. Brightburn is the same idea, you know, almost to lawsuit degree, where a, a baby gets sent to Earth, but instead of being a superhero, he... He's a super villain of sorts. He, he's, he's, he's Superman if Superman was evil. So I would say uh, it's a pretty dumb movie. It's a pretty dumb movie without giving anything away. Pretty dumb movie, but it wasn't awful. I've seen much worse, I guess. So that's about the, the best things I could say about it. Uh, I, I also played some video games with my wife this weekend. We, we played Cuphead, which I can't recommend enough if you are looking for a challenge and then looking to be greatly annoyed at how you fail to meet that challenge I also played some Puyo Puyo Tetris Uh, I also beat this game Katana Zero on the Switch which man also a challenging game that's a single player kind of game but I highly recommend you some Katana Zero it's 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 Blade Runner it's Blade Ninja Runner and it's it's dope as hell anyway I did all of these fun things but you know what I did not do I did not work on the podcast, so I'm going to let you in on a little secret of this show. I work on Chris to Chris pretty much all week, roughly. See, I I come up with material on Monday through Wednesday, typically, and then I record on Thursday, and then the show goes live on Friday, but Monday was a holiday, remember? Memorial Day, we talked about this earlier, and I was living it up, like three-day weekends don't eat into the rest of the week. If I didn't have a full-time job, none of this would matter. I could spend all day working on this stuff, right? Right? But I have a full-time job. And of course, you know, I don't want to get started before Monday because at the end of this podcast, I ended on a bit of a threat, you know, enjoy your weekend or else. And I had a three-day weekend, so I felt like I had to enjoy my weekend or else. I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know what I was going to do if I didn't enjoy it. So I'm running a day behind here which means I've got to burn the candle at both ends to serve you the same quality programming that you've come to expect from Chris to Chris. So our tip of the week is to just never, ever rest. Don't do it, you know? Never rest. And this really goes against my always drink z video I did, but uh, times are tough. You've got to contradict yourself every now and then, which I highly recommend. Maybe we'll link it in the, in the up and loaded post on this website, on this podcast, uh, but I highly recommend you watch my uh, Z video if you haven't. It's it's one of my more popular videos. It's 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 over 100,000 views, which means I'm a a, a millionaire in views. Anyway, uh, point here is that resting makes you slack off, and uh, slacking off makes you lose your edge, and it gives you hairy palms. Mike Mike here likes to slack off all the time. The only time you should ever really give yourself a break is when you've done all your homework ahead of time, right? I had three topics. Once upon a time, I had three topics, four episodes uh, uh, planned all at once. So I said, hey, look, I've got the next three weeks planned out. And because of that, I felt like I was on cloud nine. You know, I was walking on water. It really eased my mind. It felt great because I knew that those three weeks were going to last forever, you know. And I was shocked to find out that just after three weeks, I was in trouble all over again. So our tip of the week this week is to just uh, work yourself into the ground until you've pretty much worked yourself to death, because that's all you could hope for. Anyway, let's move on to a little thing we like to call Video Game Corner. A brand new Call of Duty game was revealed on Thursday. Wow. This is pretty exciting news, because the last time Activision released a new Call of Duty game was all the way back in October of last year. So that was like, what? I don't know, eight months now? Jeez, it's been a while. And I did some research on this, and it turns out that Activision has only released one Call of Duty game per year for the last 14 years. Talk about restraint, right? You know, I mean, there was this one exception in 2016 where they released two Call of Duty games. But, you know, sometimes, sometimes you got more to release than you think, right? Anyway, uh, Call of Duty uh, was a franchise that it used to mess with every, every few years, you know. Uh, It was just something you could play when you're looking for some some quick, mindless fun. And some people play it competitively, but for the most part, most of us play it for the mindless fun. The mindless fun. But I'm not a big fan anymore. I don't don't like Call of Duty that much anymore. uh, Because it's become a game of how much money can Activision wring out of you? Like a sponge. Like a dumb, dirty sponge. That's what Activision thinks of you. So these games... They are now stuffed with loot boxes, season passes, and all kinds of bullshit microtransactions that they just weren't in the past. You know, this wasn't a thing 14 years ago. In March, they announced that you could spend $28 for a hammer that you could use in the game. A hammer. Mike, uh, that is more money than I've ever spent on a real hammer that I could use to hammer real nails. And there are people spending $30 on a hammer in a video game that they will not be playing a year from now because they will be moving on to the next game where there will be more hammers for them to pay for. Jesus. By the way, uh, this is important. This is from the same company that laid off 800 employees in February of this year, right after they told investors that they had achieved "quote unquote" record results in 2018. So they had the best year of their careers, and they thought, you know what? We need we need to lay off 800 people so that our investors can get even more dividends. Fucking shit! What a shitty company! What a shitty company! And their CEO, Bobby Bobby Kodik, Bobby Kodik, whatever his name name is pronounced. He's the worst of the worst. He's the worst. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I want Bobby listening to this show because I want a full 8 billion person listenership, right? But I also want him to know that he's the worst. All right? Bobby, you are the worst, but I hope you are a fan. Anyway, Activision just announced a new Call of Duty game again, right? Right? And by new, I mean old because this game is called Modern Warfare. I guess they they forgot that they already used that name. They already used that name. There was once upon a time a game called Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. This one is just called Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Maybe it's a prequel. But I guess it's a soft reboot. So uh, they put out a trailer for the campaign mode. Uh, The last game that came out all the way in October, which is called Black Ops III. that game didn't have a campaign mode. It's notorious for not having a single player campaign. And the trailer for this game, Although, it's kind of limited in scope. It looks pretty cool, I guess. I, I won't lie. The description for it is is lame as hell. They say it's an edgy contemporary campaign. Blah, blah, blah. Very pretentious shit. But, I will say that this trailer looked pretty cool. And it uh, graphically was very impressive. If you have a very graphically impressive PC. Because it's not going to look like that on your base Xbox One or base PlayStation 4. And... They even got rid of the season pass, which they have had forever they've been the the last big holdout amongst these big companies. Everybody's been moving past the season pass model. Activision has been ready to have their cake and eat it too and they've been getting away with it for years. everybody's been moving towards okay uh maps uh, paid paid to download maps really divides the community because if if you're uh having a portion of your community pay for maps, that means that only some people can play those maps and less there's, less. there's a smaller pool of players, if that makes any sense. And so they finally are getting rid of that. To their credit, they're finally getting rid of that. But also, to no credit will you ever need to trust this company. Remember who you're dealing with. This is the same company who not minutes ago, I mentioned, fired 800 people during their best year ever, okay? So if they're getting rid of a $50 season pass, do you think they don't plan to make that up on you tenfold? This is a company that has to make more and more money every single year. So if they're getting rid of a guaranteed income, they're not doing it out of the goodness of their hearts. They're doing it because they think they can make even more money out of you by not selling you that. They want to sell you more $30 hammers. Okay? Count on it. Okay? Anyway, let us digress together. Let's get back to this GameStop dilemma. GameStop, is this a company worth saving? Now, I don't go to the mall a lot. Mike loves to go to the mall. I don't go a lot. But when I do, I will walk around the GameStop for a few minutes because every single GameStop in America or every single mall in America has a GameStop. And when, when I go to the mall, I'll see a GameStop. I'll walk in for a couple minutes. And it usually smells like ass in there. So I'm pretty happy to leave by the time I do. But uh, the mall was just the place to go when you were a kid. I used to, I used to dick around in the, the Virgin Music Store. But they shut that down because nobody buys CDs anymore. Actually, I'm starting to see a trend here. Nobody buys CDs anymore, unless and, and less people are buying physical games. So Virgin shut down for no music purchases. GameStop's per- uh, shutting down for no physical game purchases. Hmm. Writing's on the wall there. Anyway, now I've been faced with this difficult task that I gave myself. Where I need to decide whether or not GameStop is worth keeping around. So let's get to the, the pros and cons here. Okay? Mike, you ready for this? Yeah. Okay, Mike, pro, GameStop sells video games. Con, you can buy video games in a lot of stores, and most of them don't pressure you to buy a dirty used copy or pre-order another game every time you talk to a damn employee, all right? You don't have to go into a store worrying that somebody's going to ask you to, to uh, promise to spend an extra $60 in a couple weeks, right? pro gamestop uh sells a lot of unique stuff that's hard to find a lot of non game stuff but might be gaming uh or parallel what's the word I'm looking for it's uh gaming lateral i don't know it's 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 near or it could be related to gaming it could be gaming paraphernalia or it could be comic book related for all I know it could just be something like if you're interested in video games you might be interested in this kind of thing so My wife, she got me this awesome BoJack Horseman Monopoly game from GameStop, and that's not something you will find in a Walmart or a Target or a hospital, so there's that, right? That's kind of cool. Con, GameStop is notorious for treating their employees like shit, and you know, your mileage may vary depending on what store you work at, but I used to work with this guy, uh, that would verbally fantasize about working at a GameStop all the time. And the job, to his credit, the job that we worked wasn't amazing by any stretch of the imagination. But he thought that because he loved video games, he would love working at a place like GameStop. And after this show, go on YouTube and search uh, working at GameStop story. And try to see how many of those videos tell a happy story. A lot of them are just... Incredible. Incredibly thorough and horrible. I don't know a better way to describe that. GameStop has a history of of giving their employees very low hours. And I mean very low. I checked this on Glassdoor. Uh, People will say like, oh yeah, don't expect to get more than 9, 13 hours a week unless it's the holidays. So they like to give employees very low hours because that allows them to legally skirt you giving, uh, full-time benefits. I'm sure I, I screw that sentence up, but they, they don't want to give full-time benefits. So they don't give you full-time hours, essentially. They're also, uh, I don't know if they still do this, but in the past there were stories about them, uh, forcing employees to pull their pockets inside out before they left to prove that they didn't steal anything from this wonderful company. And of course, this is, uh, a given no matter what time you've worked at GameStop, but they're notorious for pressuring employees to pressure you into pre-ordering and buying used shit. It's all the fun of working a real sales job with all of the pay of a McDonald's employee. Beautiful. Anyway, I've I've, uh, really stretched this out. We'll come back to this in a little bit. Let's move on to a little thing I like to call the NEWS. (laughs) Washington has become the first state in the U.S. to legalize human composting. According to CBS News, the governor of Washington, Jay Inslee, signed into law the bill receiving bipartisan support from both the House and the Senate. And I think it's always good when Republicans and Democrats can agree on something like death. Okay. According to the article... The process of composting a person was developed by this Seattle company called Recompose. And to compost somebody, according to to Recompose, you essentially just put this dead person in a quote-unquote vessel full of wood chips and straw. And, you know, you just wait about a month. And that person has suddenly been turned into two wheelbarrows of soil. Mike, you look like two bags of dirt stacked on top of each other. Hmm. Yeah, I think this law would suit you well, buddy. It seems like the perfect law for a serial killer that wants to limit his carbon footprint, you know? After you go red, you go green. I think it's kind of cool. You can finally get rid of the body and grow a beautiful orange tree in the same place. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I bet there's some people in prison right now wishing that they had thought of this idea. It's not bad honestly. Uh, The article says that this process will cost more than cremating, but it's also less costly than being buried. So it sounds like this would be the preferred method of dying for the middle class. They said that the total cost is about $5,500. I don't know if that's good or bad. It sounds a little pricey, but you know, that's the cost of becoming dirt. They also say that they're uh, running out of uh, good burial space in America, so this is going to be more and more common. Maybe, you know, (laughs) I just thought of this. Maybe they will use composted people to cover people that are buried in a casket, right? Right? Does that make sense? You know, because when you get buried in a casket, dirt goes over you and then the grass. So what if, like, you're, you know, shit, I just thought of something, man. All right, so let me, hear me out. What if it became, like, kind of a, a caste system where the, the rich people are, are buried in the casket and then the less rich people are turned into compost dirt, soil, and put on top of them and you kind of share a gravestone? So the rich person, of course, they, they were able to afford more space on that gravestone. Bigger, bolder letters saying, yo, rich, Richie Rich died here. And below them in smaller letters and said, yeah, so did Pori uh, Poor." I don't know. I think that's a good idea. Uh, the Catholic Church came out against this bill uh, saying that there was no dignity in being turned into dirt. And I don't know if I agree with them. um." I personally think that this is the perfect way to go for hippies. I think that's kind of the, the low-hanging fruit, if you will. It's obviously something that would ap- uh, appeal to hippies and hipsters alike. And I'm not a tree hugger, but I think it'd probably be pretty cool to be turned into dirt. You know, if you threw me in a casket, I'd be dead and getting nothing accomplished whatsoever. I'd just be dead. I'd probably be just stinking up the place, right? And at least if I'm dirt, I can grow something in my spare time. Maybe a little bit of uh, oranges, a little bit of cannabis, a little bit of, uh, water. Can you grow water, Mike? I don't know. I'm kind of cynical about this whole thing in reality. I think it's kind of cool to be turned into dirt, but I also think that people would definitely exploit this thing for money. I mean, recompost or recompose, whatever their name is, they're obviously doing this for money, but I think it could be much more cynical than that. You know, you just imagine this, uh, like this shady character approaching you saying, Hey, you know, the best soil to grow palm trees contains human remains. I can get you some for the right price. And then it gives you a little elbow nudge. You know, we might see miracle grow people mix in a few years, for all we know. I don't know, just something to ponder. Just something to ponder. Anyway, uh, here's a fast food story for you. Mike, have you ever been to McDonald's? <sighs> Every week you ask me some stupid-ass question about something everybody can relate to. Hey, Mike, you ever been to McDonald's? Hey, Mike, you ever been to a movie theater? Hey, Mike, have you ever seen Seinfeld? Okay, so it sounds like you have gone to McDonald's, right? That means you know about their kids' meals, which they call a Happy Meal. And it used to come in a cardboard box. I don't know if it still does. I have not been a big fan of McDonald's historically in my lifetime. Last time I had a Happy Meal there, it was so that I can get this Transformers toy for a show that was new at the time. Called beast machines and that was a mistake on all parts on all accounts i was not a fan of the happy meal and i was not a fan of that show i loved beast wars not so much beast machines anyway burger king decided to take a shot at mcdonald's and promote mental health awareness at the same time and i think it's always great when you can uh try to play both sides of very different coins where you say hey you know mental health awareness is important but also fuck these guys right Anyway, they came out with these, what quote unquote, real meals. You know, not happy meals, they're called real meals. And they come in cardboard boxes just like happy meals. But instead of being called happy meals, they're called things like the blue meal. That's for when you feel sad. Or the yes meal for when you feel excited. And yes, that's like, yes queen. Man, imagine saying that at a drive thru. Hey, can I get a yes meal? few other meals that they included are uh, the salty meal. That's when you're bitter. The DGAF meal, which is short for don't give a fuck meal. Another another great thing to shout at your uh, Burger King employee. I don't give a fuck. Give me the I don't give a fuck. And my personal favorite, which is called the pissed meal. The pissed meal. Because nothing makes me hungrier than invoking the thought of piss right before I eat. When I, when I heard about the pissed meal, I just imagined someone soaking my, my burger full of piss. Great job, Burger King. Huge shout out to Burger King for their attempt to profit from mental health issues while also shitting on McDonald's. You know, I I don't like McDonald's by any means, but credit where credit is due. See, their happy meals come with toys. These meals are pretty much just Whopper combos with uh, milkshakes, you know? Hey, feeling down? Come on over to Burger King and stuff your face full of preservatives. And don't forget to choke it down with 46 grams of milk sugar. We understand you. They're uh, currently only running this promotion in uh, five cities. Like, one store in each city. And it's the usual spot, 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 But It's the usual suspects. L.A., Seattle, New York, Austin, Miami, you know. If you're depressed and you live in another city, please do not go to Burger King because they will have no edgy boxes for your burgers. Anyway, I need to figure out this GameStop situation already. Is this place worth saving? You know, they've got this policy at GameStop that allows employees to open brand new games and take them home for a few days for free. Just to try it out for free. And then they put the game back on the shelf, and then they try to sell it as brand new. 14 years ago, I went into GameStop to buy a GameCube game called Geist. You know, the game was, uh, it was alright. It was whatever. It was okay. I I never finished it. Maybe I should go back to it one day. But uh, the only game that they had on the shelf, the only copy of Geist they had on the shelf, was an open copy that they were trying to pass up as new. And I told the GameStop employee that I wanted a wrapped copy, okay? I said, I don't want this. I want a wrapped copy. And he was giving me a hard time about it. I think that this guy was the same guy that opened it, to be honest. The way he was looking at it, the way he was defending it. it It's like, yo, I I didn't treat it that badly. Anyway, I finally got him to go to the back and get me an actual new copy of this game. And they don't just do this with games. They do this with hardware, too. You know, go into a GameStop and then pull out your phone or your watch and look at the time. And right before you look or right after you look at the time, you say, hey, I want to buy a PlayStation 4. Check the time when you start this conversation. By the time you're done arguing with the GameStop employee about why you want to buy a new system and not a used system that you can't verify the, the actual working validity of this thing, probably not great phrasing, but by the time you're done arguing with this fool, I guarantee you, nine hours will have passed nine hours it will definitely feel that way anyway as much as I hate this place I think it's important to keep GameStop around to some degree you know one less game store is less competition and less competition equals higher prices that's a fact that's a fact you can't get around that wow (laughs) I guess I gotta figure this out a lot earlier you know if I just had jumped to that point Competition is king. Anyway, I'm glad we can figure this out together. Let's move on to a little thing we like to call listener questions. We have some great questions this week. First question comes from our buddy Ken. Ken asks, Where are the ends of the earth? Great question, Ken. Uh, The ends of the earth are located at uh, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, Northwest Washington, D.C., and Saudi Arabia. Somewhere between there are the ends of the earth. We will find it. I guarantee you. Uh, Devin asks, What is a rock, and why does it roll? Great question, Devin. A rock is a pet that you could buy in the 1970s. Many people who were hit in the head by rocks would buy them as pets. The phrase rock and roll comes from the ancient tale of the ancient Samoan god named Dwayne. Dwayne was known for sailing the seven seas, like many rocks do, and during one of his travels, Dwayne fell in love with a siren that attempted to lure his ship into some rocks with her, with her sweet rock song. And upon crashing into these rocks, Dwayne cast his rock eyes onto the siren. And she was the most beautiful not-rock woman he had ever seen. And she felt bad about uh, crashing Dwayne's ship because he was so strong-looking, Right? And she told him her name was Role. And that she would like to get to know him sometime, you know? Why don't you come up and see me sometime, sort of thing. Anyway, they fell in love. And they had a baby. And that baby's name was Elvis Presley. Thanks for the question, Devin. Uh, Yillian asks, if Sonic wasn't blue, what color would he be? Sonic would be Calico, hands down, you know? Blue is just a way he's feeling right now paramount has really done him wrong and sonic is feeling blue if he wasn't blue he would definitely be a calico hedgehog Devin asks who's that pokemon it's obviously charmander it's obviously charmander you know when pokemon the cartoon was first airing on i think we were watching it on channel 13 back in the day in the 90s in america It would be on weekday mornings. Uh, They would, you know, when Pokemon was first on, they'd have the Who's That Pokemon game in between uh, commercials. And they would show a silhouette of Pokemon, of a single Pokemon. And that was back when there was only 150 Pokemon. So it wasn't too hard to guess if you were really into Pokemon. And by God, we were really into Pokemon. And sometimes it would just be so obvious, and I would just be such a snob about it. That is obviously Charmander. They have him in the exact same pose you always see Charmander. His arms are sticking out, you know, kind of that U shape. He's got his tail out with the flame and his little rounded head. So obviously Charmander. So obviously Charmander. I was such a snob about Pokemon back then. Let's see here. Uh, Yillian asks, what is the dumbest question ever asked? I got two for you. First question is, Do you want to work on Saturday? Nobody wants to work on Saturday. Nobody wants to work on Saturday. Nobody. Nobody. You might need to work on Saturday, but nobody wants to work on Saturday. The other dumbest question ever asked is, hey, you up for a short game of Monopoly? I am one of the biggest fans of Monopoly there is. But I am no fool when it comes to how long that game takes. You could be playing with two people. You could be playing with six people. That game will take hours. And you will enjoy every second, every miserable second of it. Let's see here. Uh, Ken asks, should I stay or should I go now? Well, good question, Ken. I want you to stay long enough to watch season three of Stranger Things, which apparently premieres on July 4th this year. That is Independence Day. July 4th is also known as the 4th of July. Uh, Once you have watched season three of Stranger Things, you have my permission to go. Let's see. Devin asks, why do we say rabbit hole instead of hair pit? Finally, somebody has asked me that question. Been waiting for that question my whole life and I didn't even know it. The reason we say rabbit hole instead of hair pit is because Elmer Fudd, has no difficulty saying pit" historically speaking. You know, wabbit hole is just funnier to say, you know. That's why we still use the name Uranus when we're talking about a very specific planet. Wabbit hole. (laughs) That's not a very good uh, Elmer Fudd laugh, but wabbit hole. You get the idea. Wabbit hole. Uh, Yilian asks, KS, the grossest memory you have? And for those of you that don't speak French, That translates into uh, what is the grossest memory you have. And, uh, okay, I'm going to go into this just because it was literally asked for, but if you guys don't like uh, gross memories, just go ahead and fast forward about uh, a minute or so. Um, This is when I was very young. You know, I've told a story about seeing my own bone fairly gross, you know. I've uh, experienced many gross things. Uh, I have way more vomit stories than I care to admit, but the grossest thing I ever remember seeing was when I was pretty young it was in a uh, school and I needed to go to the bathroom right I needed to go to the bathroom and there was only one boy's bathroom at this small school that I went to at least as far as I know and you know I went to the bathroom I had to pee I, I didn't have to use the uh, number two right I didn't have to go that way but I didn't want to be rushed And as I'm, as I'm urinating in the restroom, like I said, this is a small school, small bathroom. So it was a a one person kind of bathroom. So there was a lock and I I locked the bathroom and all of a sudden I hear a knock and there's a kid on the other side of that knock saying he needs to go. He needs to go real bad. And I was in no rush. And I was just kind of curious to see what was going to happen, I guess. Because I took my sweet ass time. Like I said, I only needed to pee. Anyway, this kid was knocking and knocking and knocking. And I just said, hold your horses, man. Hold your horses. Nobody's dying over here. We'll, we'll be done when we're going to be done. It was very Matthew McConaughey of me. And I was done. I was finished with my business. The kid had stopped knocking. And I washed my hands, opened the door. And I was greeted with what is to this day the biggest, grossest piece of human feces I had ever seen. And I was maybe six or seven years old at this time. And this kid was maybe six or seven years old at this time. And to this day, the biggest, grossest piece of human feces I have ever seen was from a six-year-old. I don't want to go into details, but it was the on the lighter color spectrum, it was on the more textured side and it was huge and disgusting. So thanks for that question, Yelly. (laughs) Really appreciate that. Uh, Ken asks, what you gonna do with all that junk, all that junk inside your trunk? That is a great question. Great question that I've been hoping somebody would ask. See, I've been meaning to clean out the trunk of my car for a few months now. My whole car, really. My whole car could use some, some loving. I've got bags of clothes in there that I've been meaning to donate. I just haven't ran into the right homeless guy that wears the same size as me. You know, I've seen lots of homeless guys. There's more and more homeless people in my town by the day. But none of them seem to be the same size as me. But once I find that perfect homeless guy, I'm going to give him all the junk inside my trunk. They'll probably ask me for money instead. But I'm gonna to have to convince him to take it off my hands, like like I'm in a uh, multi-level marketing scheme. Like, hey man, hey man, I've got lots of junk for you, and you could have it for free. You could have it for free. You can give it to your friends, and they can give it to their friends. Anyway, thanks for the questions, guys. This has been wonderful. Uh, as always, you guys can ask us questions on our Facebook page. That's where we ask for them the most. But we're also on Twitter. We're also on Instagram. At up and loaded on all trace of these it's u-p-n-l-o-a-d-e-d uh anyway let's wrap this thing up with some poll results last week we asked is robert pattinson a good choice for batman he was announced or he wasn't announced but he was leaked as the next batman 29 percent of you said yes he is a great dracula he will be a great batman 71 percent of you said no this guy is a bad dracula and i don't want him to be my batman this week's poll: We are asking, are you willing to be turned into compost when you kick the bucket? Let us know. Don't forget that you guys can subscribe to this show on all those uh, uh, podcasting apps like Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, etc., etc., etc. And of course, we're on uploaded.com all day, every day. Like us on all the social media so you can stay up to date with us. We would really appreciate that. And we like to interact with you, so don't be afraid to comment and interact and ask questions. We guys, we guys love you very much. You guys have been great. Uh, Thank you for listening all the way through this. Uh, This has been episode thirty-five of Chris Two Chris. Hey, do me a favor and enjoy your weekend, or
1: else.